many, so many things that like people just never call me out on, even though they totally should. Yeah, your twelve years of schooling for podcast production is definitely something that was new to me. Well, I, I didn't really learn. They didn't teach me anything about audio in school. I was self-taught. What did you spend twelve years learning? It was no, it was four. It was four years of college, and then eight years of work experience. Ew. Yeah. Uh, right. Something like that. You have a lot of experience for not producing a single podcast on the network. That's true. I feel it's kind of wasted. I used to get paid to make a podcast about movies. It was like it was basically like a thing that I would do for part of a day, one day a week. But you know, technically, I was professionally making a podcast. Technically, I do that too. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Oh, yeah, you 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 are a professional podcaster. You get no, you get crazy. paid. Yeah. No, no, I don't I don't understand that at all. I get paid to do other stuff too, like just go to baseball games and eat food. That's pretty good. That's tech, that's better. Mm-hmm. I think than getting paid to podcast. Mm-hmm. I have I have technically been paid to somebody. I, I want to say it was Craig or somebody called me out on like like you're not a professional movie critic, and I'm like you know what. I've I've been paid to write three movie reviews. I think at the time I said two, but it's actually three. Three is the real number. I've been paid to write movie film reviews on pornography. That's the dream. It really is. I took it entirely too seriously. That's I. I there was a time I think when it was that was like a really important job. And now that it's all free, it's just kind of like, eh. yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it was expensive. Do you remember yeah. how how expensive pornography was? Oh, I mean, if you were actually like buying physical media, it was ridiculous. Yes. That, well, I'm talking in the days of you having no other choice but to buy physical media. I'm talking yeah. about when you wanted the real good stuff, not the not the Cinemax that you could record. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking Nobody. about. I don't understand why why that's even a thing. Why softcore porn is a thing? Yeah, maybe it's I, no. It, it definitely is still a thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I I know this because I have HBO Go, and every once in a while I just click on the late night tab. Ah, because because you you wonder what's on there, right? But, sure, but you just for you fun. Can't, you can't actually watch the stuff on the late night tab on your HBO Go because you've shared your HBO Go account with so many people, right? That they'll know, like you know. It's going to instantly like, pop up in the wa- recently watched or the yeah. do you want to finish this program section? Yeah. Yeah, it'll it'll it, when my parents log in to watch something on HBO, it'll be oh, like, "Oh, would you like to continue watching Real Sex 28?" That's embarrassing. Yeah. Can't have no. that. But, you know what? I bet your parents wouldn't know that it wasn't them watching it by mistake. So then that's a funny practical joke that you Oh could- man. Really, just hold inside. Just go on and watch all of the porn. Then, like, my parents get divorced. My mom moves in with me. Oof. I don't know. <laughs> that is a slippery slope. Yeah. Is most of the porn on HBO documentary style porn in some ways? And all of that, like, real sex and sex workers and taxi cab confessions and shit like that? Or did they actually have the softcore stuff? 
I think that's their their bread and butter is the documentary style stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep, because uh, it, it makes it feel classy. Yeah, right. They're doing important work. Somebody, you know, nobody is documenting, you know, what the sex economy is like in every different city in South America or whatever mm-hmm. it is the HBO does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right, right, right. But midway through it, you can just rub one out. I, it's like you have to really try. Yeah, probably. You have, yeah. you know. You know, oh, it's not. It's not consistent. It's there's no, there's no penetration. Well, there's a little bit of penetration, but not the kind that you're looking for. And and really, you're you're sitting there and you're just like you're like you're damn it! I just learned something. I, I learned something. That's yeah. not what you want. That's yeah. What you yeah. Want. Yeah. You 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 were looking to jerk off a little bit, and next thing you know, you know more about the economy in Bolivia than you ever did. Yeah. That's that's not fair. No. This really went off in a weird direction early on. I, I can't even tell you how that happened. Oh yeah, we, well it was, it, it was very relevant to our work experience. Well, that's yeah. why. I mean, we do we we've we've reviewed films before. I think yeah. that's really what it's come down to. Um, I've reviewed lots of things that's related to pornography because I used to work for a. Uh, skin magazine, if you will. I was also in charge of writing like what crazy things happening around the world articles and stuff like that. But yeah, I also had to write strip club reviews. That's... Yeah, but it's important. It's important that on the on our resume we we include things like professional journalist, mm-hmm. uh, professional podcaster, mm-hmm. professional film critic, mm-hmm. professional strip club reviewer. Professional strip. Well, I don't have that one. Yeah, but I, 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 depending I on the to, experience needed. I had this, I had this idea that we could do a hilarious article for the website that I worked for about like which strip clubs have the best lunch, mm. like just the best food for lunch. Mm, the highlighter, Chef Rudy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, you've got all the answers. I mean, the, the whole thing was like I was going to find this out, right, and reveal it to the good people of Phoenix. I'm sure it's been done a million times, but sure. Well, you could, or you could have just asked me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess I didn't know you back at the time. I would, yeah, I would no, have, no. I would have asked. I would have asked Adam, and oh, Adam would be would like, told be you. like, he'd he be like, well, the things that I've eaten at these strip clubs is not food." Oh God. And and yeah. I would kind of just walk away feeling grossed out. Yeah. And he'd be like, sixty dollars. It's all it's cost you. Oh. Anyway. Um, I always wanted to write film reviews though. I did like, I wanted to do sports and film reviews for the magazine I worked for, but they were given to like the owner of the magazine's son who was terrible at both of those things. Oh no. Right. But I had a lot of experience. I grew up in, in, in Hollywood in my formidable years. I spent many, many days Traveling around Universal Studios, I went 15 times in one month. That's one of my claims to fame. Um, I just enjoyed being there. I liked the process of... I used to just ride the tram by myself as like a... How old would I have been? Like 10? 11? Did you get to... Was it mostly just uh, touristy amusement park stuff when you were there, or did you get to see quite a bit of actual film production happening? So much film production. Nice. So much more than now, because I feel like now 
the amusement park is in your face and it's there and it's kind of blocking out the actual movie studio part. Whereas where I was a kid, it was like mostly shows. Like I remember being super jazzed about the backdraft experience being put in at the time and the ET ride because it was an actual ride. They didn't have rides. Everything, most of the things were like shows. Like it was like the Miami Vice stunt show, uh, the animal dog stage show, uh, Beetlejuice, shit like that. Uh, I I enjoyed the Miami Vice stunt show very much, and then they replaced it with Waterworld, and not so much. But oh no, yeah, eh, it happens. But they had uh, some good stuff going on. But I just I used to love the tram tour for that purpose. For the exact purpose of what you're saying. I love to see the film side of things. One of my great ex- greatest experiences, I think I've talked about this before, but one time the tram broke down in Future Hill Valley from Back to the Future 2. <laughs> and while we were waiting for another tram to come over and pick us up, we were allowed to get out and walk around. That's cool. I still get excited just thinking about that. But there was a lot of other cool experiences, too. A lot of it involved things breaking down, actually. We broke down one time in the middle of King Kong, and King Kong just sat there and shook us for, like, <laughs> 45 minutes. Oh, man. We broke down was, right on the bridge. I had a genuine phobia about that for a while because I, I did not like dark boat rides, and I still kind of don't. Um, although Pirates of the Caribbean was my favorite ride when I went to Disneyland this last, oh, the first time, I guess I've only been one time to Disneyland and, and I was surprised at how much I enjoyed Pirates of the Caribbean. I love, I love that ride. I'm, I'm it's a, a big it's, fan it's, of it. It's an incredible ride. And if, yeah, I, I think people who have kind of grown up on it don't appreciate it as much as they should. Yeah. Because well, I was used to going on the shitty dark boat ride at Six Flags St. Louis and the re- one of the reasons I was so terrified is because it was full of scary shit. And they had all this like this animatronic shit originally when I first went there. It was like the, the premise of it was you'd kind of go like through time or something like that. And so you'd see like like some caveman stuff and then some Civil War stuff. I don't even remember what it, what it all was. But then they changed it and made it into a ride called the Dark Castle where it was just like it was basically just dark. And like there was sound effects that sounded like bats and there was a bunch of like skeletons and stuff sitting around in old dungeons and everything was covered in spider webs and it wasn't particularly compelling really but you'd go in it anyway because it was part of the routine mm-hmm. but my aunt and my cousin who had season passes one time went on the ride when the whole thing shut down and all the lights went out but the the water kind of kept flowing and so they floated up until they collided with a boat in front of them and then they just walked from boat to boat until they got out of the ride oh weird yeah like That's just cl- weird. Kept climbing into the next boat. That is weird. Yeah, rides breaking down. That was always big for me. That ride you described reminded me of some of the weird shit that I would see at Knott's Berry Farm when I would go there. But yeah, I grew up in kind of in the Woodland Hills, Southern California area. So I went to a lot of non-Disneyland theme parks because I was closer to all of those than I was to Disneyland. Disneyland was about an hour away for us from where we were at. But um, yeah. I, I enjoyed the Hollywood area. I enjoyed the experience. Uh, and I enjoyed uh, very much welcoming our listeners into episode 35 of Derek and Tim Eat Snacks. Derek and Tim Eat Snacks.
Comics on the Internet. Oh, and we are we are just getting started talking about Hollywood. We are just getting started. That's why I had to welcome our viewers, and I know they're not viewers because I called them listeners earlier. But no. I had to welcome them in because I didn't want. I know we're going to start giving away the snack because that's totally where I'm jumping to next. But I I, I want to say that you know one of the exciting boat rides and one of the exciting things that happened for me during my time of of being a avid Universal Studios uh, park goer was when they in, implemented the now famous Jurassic Park water ride. And I don't know if you've been on this yet. I haven't. I haven't been to Universal Studios in uh, Hollywood. I think I'm going to go this summer. Let me say this. Universal Studios, whether it's Hollywood or Orlando, is a vastly un- uh, underrated experience. They they are... It's stacked wall to wall. I've never... I've never like literally just let out a gleeful yip in absolute joy and excitement. I've never let out just a squeal of pure glee more than when I entered Springfield and saw the Simpsons area. I we were literally at the park for about like 3 hours before we even walked over there and just walking into the area I turned into a small child. It was amazing. They have so much good like experiences like that now to offer, which they never did before. And uh, I'm going this summer to Universal Studios in Orlando, which we went to, and I enjoyed. I'll just say that the theme park situation in Orlando is a little bit bullshit. All right? They, they spread their shit all around so that you have to go to multiple parks. And it's a fucking... Con- it's, a, it's a conspiracy... And it's it's bigger than Mondelez International because they make yeah. way more money. Let me tell you, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. That's snack cartel, the snacks, the meth, the human trafficking. Like, I don't there's, know. There's got to be there's got to be money in there. They gotta make a lot of money off the meth, like l- low margin but high volume. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, so, well, they the, have actually the meth and the human already. trafficking are high margin. Well, the, the, they go hand in hand. Yeah. Right. Anyway, um, the thing about the Jurassic park ride that really just thrilled me was the fact that they they did it as a boat ride and they did it kind of in a in a in a way that you would go to experience Jurassic Park uh if you were going to the park you know and then shit goes haywire like it you would expect it to and next thing you know a tyrannosaurus rex is trying to eat you and you're going down a wall waterfall it's fantastic in the original book Jurassic Park there was a boat ride yes Yes. You know, my wife didn't even know that Jurassic Park was based on a book, nor did she know that there was five films. (laughs) You really don't need to know that there's five films. No, I guess you don't. I I, I suppose you should know about the book. I liked the book quite a bit, and it's become over on uh, with, with some of our unfunny nerd tangent contributors. Shout out to Yoshi. Um it's become sort of a point of contention as to whether or not the book was any good. Oh, and that, that's that. How can that be a point of contention? I don't know, but I loved that book. And it, it to the point where I read it when I was a kid, I actually, I, I first heard of Jurassic park when I was at universal studios in Florida back when it was just one park and it was all like motion sim rides, like the old back to the future ride where you sit in a DeLorean that like kind of tilts 
one side to the other as you're watching like a movie screen around you. Did you ever go on that? Oh, yeah. I was sad that they yeah. took it out. That's what the Simpsons ride is now. It got replaced by the Simpsons ride. I didn't even know there was a Simpsons ride. That sounds amazing. It's the same ordeal. It's is it, it's it's that type of ride where it's like a you know you're in a you're in a cart and you're in an IMAX type theater. Hmm. It's a roller coaster thing that but, goes out of control. But yeah, when I was there, they were they were building whatever their Jurassic Park ride was in Florida. It may have been the exact same boat ride that you're talking about. And um, and I just saw the sign that said Jurassic Park and thought it looked interesting. And then later on, saw the book and was like, oh, mom, can I buy this book? You know, and it was it was probably above my reading level at the time. I was in like fifth grade or something like that. Although, no, I I don't remember how how old I was. But but they say that adults don't read it much more than like a fifth or sixth grade level anyway. So who knows? Um, but anyway, I liked the book so much that that the movie was kind of disappointing because I was I was hoping to see things like the boat ride. Yeah, that, that didn't show up. Yeah, you know what i I had a lot of problems with a lot of that stuff, especially the second book. I don't know if you ever read the second book, but the second book, man, there were so many things that they never put into the movie for the second movie, and then they like since then have sprinkled it throughout mm-hmm. because it had so many cool concepts in it, but they just never did it the same way that it actually was in that book. Now, the interesting thing about Jurassic Park to me was it is a franchise that tries really hard to be a franchise. I know. But it's not and shouldn't be and isn't successful in anything they do as far as franchising is concerned. I'll say the rides at Universal are very successful. It's a perfect tie-in. They have the badass like raptor thing that they bring out, and it's like an actual raptor. It's like a dude in a suit, I think, but it's like fucking looks like a raptor. It's very cool, and they have like a like a you know seminar thing where they teach you about raptors and shit. It's awesome. Uh, I like I like all of that tie-in, but really when it comes to the movies, it doesn't feel like there needed to be this many movies. It once again, I I personally personally subscribe to the theory of this being like Austin Powers, where if there was one Jurassic Park movie, we would think of it much differently than if there was five Jurassic Park movies because it's watered down and beaten to death as far as the concept goes. But the the thing that you got to remember is that is that Jurassic World is the fifth highest grossing movie of all time worldwide. That doesn't surprise me, though. It's 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 has I mean, no business they, they, being they, like that. It has, I, sure. I, I don't think, but well, it's a big summer blockbuster. It yeah. has a big name in it, and Chris Pratt, a very successful action star, uh, a fellow snackologist. However, he is not allowed to dabble in snackology anymore. Well, you know, Chris Chris Pratt doesn't rate snacks. He just tells you what his snack is. And it's a it's a different system, and it it's, works yeah. very well for him, and he's it good is. at it. it he's very very, good at telling you what is my snack. He yeah, he's it's intimidating, right? Because he well, takes up so much of the snack game when it's so simple for him. He doesn't have to record a forty-five to fifty-minute podcast picking and eating rating snacks. He can simply just get on his boyish good looks and and his simple ass system, Tim. And and yeah. and, and, and and you know how much I love him, but it it, it infuriates me. I, I'm terribly, terribly jealous of that. 
But he's got the what's my snack. Like telling people what the snack is. Like, I, but it's so easy, Tim. It's well, it's you know, it seems easy, and it's when when you when you think about it, it's like, oh, I could just tell somebody what the snack is. But how long are we into this podcast, and we haven't told anybody what the snack is, unless they they heard me spoil it over on Unfunny Nerd Tangent Jurassic World episode. Oh, you son of a uh, bitch, Tim! You're giving away our snack on another podcast. It's it's, it's an important cross promotion. Are you are this fucking Mondelez International fucking sponsored that podcast too? Oh uh, no, not oh Tim. You're giving away our snack on another podcast. Jesus Christ, Tim. Do you want to go ahead and give it do you want to give it away on this podcast or 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 can I give it away? Can I You give it away. You get you give it away. I it's, it's I like it better when you say it. It's kind of my thing, right? I mean, but you've already done it, so you just trampled all over my thing. But this is a snack that also requires some explanation. Because people are going to be like, what the hell is this and why haven't I seen it in my stores? All right. Well, this week's snack is Blue Doritos. Blue Doritos. Jurassic World Blue Doritos. No, fuck you and your explanation. It's Blue Doritos, Tim. It it's blue, but it's blue Jurassic World Blue Doritos. Doritos. It's, blue, it's blue after the Velociraptor. It's named after after Blue, the, the beloved... The Velociraptor. Velociraptor. Yeah. Right. Really the only dinosaur who has a name that we know in the Jurassic Park franchise. So maybe that's one way that they've been successful in these new franchises. We gave the dinosaurs a name and a personality that they didn't. Nah. So let's talk about these limited edition blue doritos and why they're so special it's it's crazy to me it's insane to me this is one of this is one of our first international snacks tim this is one of our first international snacks that's right because blue doritos are not only national international they're multi-international tell them the story tim Tell them the story. There is one flavor of blue Doritos, um, Jurassic World blue jalapeno and sp- jalapeno y especias. Is that spices? Jalapeno and spices. Y is that right? Especias. Yes, it is spices. Especias. Especias. Uh, yeah. Um, jalapeno y especias from Mexico. And an entirely different flavor of Jurassic World Doritos, blue grilled steak from Canada. We do not have any special flavors of Doritos for Jurassic World in the United States. And it drives me nuts. Not one special flavor. Not one tie-in. Not one brilliant tie-in of blue Doritos with Jurassic World and blue the dinosaur. We've got some other stuff. We've got, we've got, uh, really, as far as I know, we've got the Jurassic Chomp Blizzard at Dairy Queen, which is a blizzard. And uh, they call these things, what do they call them? Choco covered peanut butter bites, I guess. But it's a, it's a Buckeye, Derek. It's like a mini Buckeye. You know, that's exciting. Yeah. And yeah. anybody who's listened to our, our dates with Craig series, we ate we ate buckeyes and then these we little peanut butter balls buckeyes. covered in chocolate. Oh, they were so and it looks, sweet. 
it looks just like a little buckeye and it's and they're they're actually very good that they make into this blizzard but of course dairy queen can never get your toppings all the way down to the bottom no matter how small of a blizzard you order they just nope. don't care they just hate you they do and they want you to have like this great amazing treat for half a cup and then just plain sad boring ice cream the rest of the way down why dairy queen why do you do it to us every time why I do want, I get my hopes up? Well, I want to know why Doritos. Why did we have to travel outside of this country in order to find blue Doritos? That is ridiculous. Doritos now, is a brand as American as Mountain Dew. Oh, and there and and so is Jurassic World. This should yeah. have been a this should have been a slam dunk for a local tie-in. These would have sold out in stores. You know we would have bought them. You know we would have ate them because look at what Tim did. Tim goes on fucking eBay to buy snacks. You made Tim go on eBay to buy snacks. snacks on eBay. They could have those those Canadians could have snuck razor blades into our they Doritos. Very that's, well could have. That's not something any Canadian would I ever mean, do. These are strange, Tim, because the blue on the jalapeno y especias is a different color, a much different color blue, an electric almost blue raspberry colored blue versus <laughs> the versus the blue on the grilled steak steak sur le barbecue of the steak sur le barbecue Doritos from Canada that are in French and they look like a much more natural yet still very unnatural blue color but they look like a blue tortilla yeah like, like a blue before. corn tortilla it looks almost like the blue gray skin of a velociraptor whereas the neon blue green color and i'm just going oh, by the pack here i haven't just going right by the yet. package yeah like these look like they look like scales that you took right off of blue's back there's blue on the cover yeah. right next to him but on the spanish ones there's blue and he's looking at these chips like what the fuck color are those it's the exact same picture of blue looking at a completely different chip it's a it, it and he's he's it, there's more of him yeah. So I think of, of, of her. She's a, they're all, they're of all her, 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 her. I'm sorry. My, my, and, my apologies. And even, my even, apologies. even knowing that it still disappoints me that in none of the Jurassic world movies has Chris Pratt said, you're my boy blue. Tim, I'm just God sitting there it. waiting for it. It's teed up. It's oh. ready to go. Now I'm very far behind on movies. So not only have I not seen Fallen Kingdom, I have not seen Jurassic World. Oh man. Yeah. That's where I'm at. I don't even know who Blue is. I'm uh, lost on all of this. Well what 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 can I tell you? She's a she's a trained Velociraptor. Oh, she's like I, the best I, one. I it's not very hard to put it together. I imagine she's one of the ones that he's training when he's doing the hands up <laughs> scene that I've seen many times over and over in GIF form. Yeah, it's a it's a meme where okay. Chris Pratt stands with his hands up and there's yeah. three Velociraptors who I'm I'm pretty sure I've even made jokes off of it. Never even seen the movie. That's the way the world works oh, now. Yeah. yeah. There's lots of people like that. It's true. You're like, you're like Jared sending me mean girls memes. Yeah. Even though I know damn well he's never seen mean girls. Oh, I love mean girls. I do too. I had to watch it with my surrogate nieces one time, and I found myself like more engaged in the movie than they were. I want to go to New York just to see the musical. That would, that would be going too far, but I would support you in that. No, I would support you in that. I would support you in that. Um, I because I support you going to ridiculous, extravagant lengths in order to not only bring yourself joy but to bring me joy. In this case, it was the fact that we get to do a tie-in 
with our friends over at Unfunny Nerd Tangent, your fucking bastard whore wife. And we get to eat not one, but two unique flavors of Doritos that are both claiming to be blue. And I want to just go ahead and uh, apologize to our viewers in Mexico and in Canada who are probably sitting there like, why didn't they just ask me to send them the chips? Why did they go on eBay and spend all that money? And it's because we wanted to surprise you. Yeah. We can't tell you what we're going to do beforehand. Yeah. And plus the adventure is part of the game. It is. Tim loves it. He has a lot of time on his hands. You don't understand. Like, he doesn't, but he does. It's sad how sometimes just buying something on the internet makes you feel good. I don't want to be that person. Mm. I want to I want to outgrow that. Yeah, I know. But I can't help it. That's why yeah. I, I, I have to buy, buy 3D Blu-rays from the UK. Oh, man. I have... Yeah, I bought the Frozen 3D Blu-ray from the UK. Actually, I just bought The Hobbit, The Battle of Five Armies, Extended Edition 3D Blu-ray... Just because I wanted to complete the set because I had the other two. Yeah. And it was finally on Amazon for kind of a reasonable price because that thing was like $45 for a while. And I didn't want to pay $45 for it. I won't play that uh, much for any movie ever. No. As long as time exists. I, I finally got that movie and I don't even have a 3D TV anymore. Mm. Ouch. Yeah, it's sad. That's sad. Yeah, I can never get those... rid of my TV for that reason. We watched uh, the Star Wars movies, the the, the uh, Rogue One, which I saw in the theater already, and uh, Last Jedi, which I hadn't seen uh, this weekend. And you really are behind on movies, my man. You have no idea. That's Last Jedi. That's yeah. Yeah. That's a. There's a whole. You got. You should have taken a side on that a long time ago. You know what's amazing is that I've. I know the wave now and how to write it. I know how to <laughs> bypass because you just got to make it about 30 days to get past like the spoilers. And then once you're out of that range, then the spoilers become memes or they become running gags that as long as you don't pay attention to, it falls on deaf ears. It's pretty easy. And then, then once that next like 90 days passes, then it's just gone out of it's out of pop culture just as we know it people moved on and talking about new shit oh but not but not the last jedi the last jedi like in the last couple of weeks has reemerged because there's this one weird ass twitter account that's yes. getting all this all this attention from celebrities claiming that they have 250 million dollars lined up from investors to remake the last right. jedi right. into a good movie because Did they didn't like the way it was did you pay attention to some of their rewards? Did you know, Tim, that for a mere hundred dollars you can be an extra in Star Wars? Oh man. Can you imagine how many people would pony up the hundred dollars so that they can live out their nerd fantasy of being just a mere extra in a cantina scene in Star Wars? They would you'd be, sit there and you'd be, be like, you'd be like excuse them. me. You'd be like, I, I, I paid $100 for this. I do not want to be a Mon Calamari. I want to be a Mandalorian. God damn it. Oh, God. Could you imagine dealing with those people? Oh, oh that would be a nightmare to produce. God. Anyway, I'm yeah. glad they didn't have to do that with Jurassic Park. 
I, I, I think it's fucking absurd in general. Anyone thinks that they need to remake a movie or whatever. I think it's ridiculous that the woman that played Rose was harassed off of social media. Yeah, that was the other part. that, And that's that's much worse than this goofball scheme that these guys are doing to probably just run away with a bunch of Kickstarter money. Yeah. Um, Look, it's, it's, it's a flawed movie. I'll give you that. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I think that you know, it's like a lot of things. You have to wait until all three movies are complete before you can really fucking even, you know, give you judgment anyway. So, uh, but I, I, one of the reasons why I don't do that anymore, Tim, is because I spent my youth going to like movie premieres. I'm not even joking about that. I was at the movie premiere for Kevin Costner's uh, fucking Robin Hood movie. The oh, Prince no. Of Thieves. oh, no, that's, that's a good one. That was, I, that was, was a... I was there for that. That movie mattered at the time. Oh, it was big. I don't think big. it does anymore. I I bought action figures. And I just saw the trailer for this upcoming Robin Hood, and oh my goodness, like it's I don't even know what to think. Yeah, yeah, but I was I was there for that. I was at Universal Studios at their amphitheater for the premiere of Jurassic Park. I waited yes. for what seemed like days to see that movie, and you it was worth it. You got to feel good about that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I do. I do. There were guys in dinosaur suits, bad dinosaur suits running around, got a bunch of free swag and shit. That was cool. But again, it was, you know, hours and hours of waiting of my life to see a movie that I remember coming back to Phoenix and walking into and it was an empty theater like a week later, just because that's the way movies work. Right. I mean, if you wait a week, uh, you could, you can, pretty much walk in five minutes before the movie starts and catch a film, you know? So, uh, that, that, that was the beginning of me learning not to run out and, and spend a lot of time, but people like doing that. I understand that you guys on unfunny nerd tangent are a big fan of that. You guys watch movies so fast that there's no way I could even keep up with you. Even if I was watching films as early as I humanly could. We're, I mean, I, I want to say that we put a lot of effort into it. Jared puts a lot of effort into just like making sure we get tickets for every single premiere. And, uh, and I just kind of get to go along for the ride. And it's, it's really nice to have somebody who's, who's coordinating that. But also it's, uh, it's nice to go to these movies when they first come out and feel like you're part of the conversation. And it's something that's hard to do when you're a parent. So like until you prioritize it, cause it's when you have kids and people don't tell you, that. I mean, people tell you that you're not going to have a life for a long time, which is true. But I think the first thing to go is going to movies. Amen. Cause that's, brother. that's the thing that you're just not going to bother getting a babysitter for. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And not only that, but like me, I took my kid and wife out to see Incredibles two the other day and it cost me $35. And as much as that was fine in the back of my head, I can't help but tell you that there was a part of me going, Hmm, I probably I probably could get this on fucking Blu-ray 3D for like twenty nine ninety nine when it yep. comes out, you know. Import it from yeah. England for yep. that price. I will do it. So, uh, but I I I might not take that seriously, but I take snacking seriously, Tim. I take new snacks seriously. I take movie snack tie-ins seriously, and God yeah. damn it, I am excited. I am excited. I'm as excited as a Velociraptor. Is that a thing? Should I say that? Like a like a velociraptor, like like when it hears the crane getting ready to lower the cow into the paddock. Yeah. Like uh, I'm a tiny I'm a tyrannosaur in the paddock, and they yep. just fed me. 
you know. Tim, you were so preoccupied with whether or not we could. You didn't stop to think if we should, but we're going to. We're going to do it. We're going to do and, it. Let's do it. And I hate to, I don't want to spoil anything about these, about these movies as if there's really all that much to spoil. I mean, like there's, you know, shit goes bad with some dinosaurs pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the second Jurassic World movie is terrible. <laughs> it's just, it is just an abomination and shouldn't, it's, it's going to, Stop. it's going to make over a billion dollars. Stop. Worldwide. Save, it for, save it for the fucking unfunny nerd tangent podcast. Yes. We're here to eat snacks, Tim. Everyone's everyone's heard it before. I'm counting on snacks. these chips. You do not rate movies on this fucking podcast, Tim. Which one are we opening first? I want to... Yeah, the, the Mexican ones are in the smaller bag. Yeah, That's, I went, this... I went with the sabor jalapeno y especias. Yeah. Ooh. Wow, that is as blue as advertised. But yeah, it's... it's Wow. That's a, that's a match. Like, they're not joking by showing you on the package what that chip looks like. I didn't. I didn't believe it, but it is that exact color. What? It must be the what jalapeno. Matches, what matches this color in real it, life? It must be the jalapeno dust. I don't know. I can't fucking so, understand it. Um, turquoise, uh, turquoise shit from here in Arizona. Yeah, it's, it's it's very close to turquoise. It's it's super teal. It's like what? What are the classic teal sports teams? Well, the Diamondbacks were teal, but this is not that. The Diamondbacks have this new teal. It's almost like an electric blue. It's like a hornet's teal. Yeah, it's, it's it's close to hornets. Oh, that's good, Tim. Oh, that's good. That's a really interesting flavor. What are these especias? That's I feel like good, I'm getting some cumin. Yeah, definitely some cumin. Um. Mmm. Man, what is this? Oh my God, what is this, Tim? What, is there something, something here? Yours? Yeah! It's like a trading card or something. Oh, there's a prize inside? Yeah, there's a prize inside. Oh, a... I, have to oh go, it's good. I have to go register my code to win on Doritos.com.mx. I'm going to do that shit. Are these are these stickers? I don't know what those are, but it's awesome. You yeah, know what? We're mine, probably not probably not eligible because we don't live in the country. Mine's a Tyrannosaur made out of lava. Yeah, I got that, but I, I got a second one that has like the logo... Also made out of lava. Here's here's another spoiler. There's a lot of lava in this movie. Oh. It's like if, if if your beef with some of the original Jurassic Parks was that it wasn't enough Dante's Peak. Uh-huh. This one's got this one's got you covered, bro. It's not as spicy as I thought it was gonna be. It's got a hint of sweetness. Yeah. The flavor is really good. The flavor is really good. Yeah. 
It's almost got like that kind of barbecue sauce like sweet. Yeah, yeah. Right. <clears throat> like these these things are almost definitely filled with enough blue dye to make you poop green tomorrow. Oh see. Like that's that's gonna happen. That's the gift that keeps on giving, Tim. Yeah. That's awesome. Like that's so much fun to poop. That's like eating us or yeah, eating asparagus, right? Yeah. You get to pee that terrible smell. <laughs> leave it in the toilet for the next person. I'm going for the steak chips. Oh man. Now this one doesn't it doesn't smell like anything. It smells like no. like newspaper and like sawdust. No. Yeah. No. And I don't I you know again these these are, seem, these are as as advertised color-wise, and I'm not you know, excited you, about these colors. When you hold these up to the light, though, there's kind of like a sky blue tint to them. Like, they're actually, it's, it's not like the same as a blue corn chip. Like, there's actually some blue fakery going on. Oh, I see what you're saying. I think I just love Doritos. Yeah. Because these are good, too. Neither of these taste anything like what they look like, by the way. They don't taste blue. And the problem is my brain thinks every time I'm about to put it in my mouth that it's going to taste differently than it does. And every single time, it's like a fun surprise that it doesn't taste that way. Yeah, it's like... Um, did you ever get the Airheads that were like like mystery flavor? Mystery flavored, yes, of course. They were white. They were completely yeah. white, so there's there's no coloration to them at all. You had to just guess. I found out today that they make Otter Pops in natural juice flavor colors. So they're all white. They're all white. That's terrible. What have we become? We've become fucking gluten-free fucking anti-dye, all natural. I was actually at Whole Foods today, and I I went there specifically to buy gluten-free manicotti noodles, and they did not have them. And I was very upset. Go fucking get out of here, Tim. I wanted to make manicotti for a gluten-free person. Wow. Well, now that sounds super considerate, and I feel bad. Yeah. Ma'am. She she just had a baby, and it was going to be like, here's here's a meal because you can't go to a movie for two years. Yeah. I can't help so the, it. I can't. The steak... Is a much like milder, subtler flavor. Right. But it's it's pretty it's pretty on the nose. It tastes like a, a steak. Yeah. I think. Or maybe like a steak sauce. I don't know. Both of these have a real high level of eatability. Oh yeah. I feel like I could finish both of these bags without a problem. I'm also surprised because I definitely thought I would like the grilled steak more. I'll wait for you to be done. You all done that? I'm, I'm just sitting uh, here crackling like right into the microphone. Yeah, right into the microphone. I've got um, so many chips to eat, man. Like, I'm never done. Well, it's like you're running out of time. Like, you're running out of time. Are you running out of time? I'm running out of time. I snack like I'm running out of time. Yep. I snack. You know. Yeah. All right.
in the eye of the hurricane, there's quiet, and I just knocked my way out. Mm-hmm. These snacks traveled so far just to be here with us today. That makes them feel really special. Yeah. Does that affect my rating? No, not at all. It's a gin theme with the movie in which these dinosaurs are, are all put on boats and then smuggled into Northern California for some reason. I still can't get over these not existing here in the United States. That seems like such a failed opportunity. I I think that they're trying to send us a message. I think that America's in timeout. Hmm. And I think and, we deserve it. And snacking timeout? Well... Or just overall? I think that, I think that Doritos knows that that we need to take a minute we need to sit and think about what we did and until we can start doing things like like you know coming out in public and saying hey fuck nazis like that's not okay i think uh i think maybe we don't get the good doritos anymore it's weird because i've never really been punished for the actions of others, I've made it very clear where I've stood, where you've stood, where we as a podcast have stood on Nazis. Uh, we 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 say fuck them. But um, but what I'm wondering about with this Doritos is is this our Brexit Toblerone? Hmm. I think it might be. Very well could be. Very well could be. I feel the punishment. I feel the scorn from other countries. I have friends from other countries. I feel. Um, I feel now a bit more understanding where I've wondered how other people in other countries let things like this happen, you know, like, like a general overall non-fuck Nazi kind of policy. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. We've been through so much together though, America and Doritos. Right. I mean, we've, we there? Had a, we've had a good relationship. I think we're, we're coming up on the 10-year anniversary of the mystery-flavored Dorito that turned out to be Mountain Dew-flavored. Did oh, you God. have those? Yes, I had those, Tim. Of course I did. Remember when they had the Taco Bell tie-in? Oh, those were good days. You can still get that flavor of chips. It just doesn't say Taco Bell anymore. Yeah. I, I think it's just called Taco it's not the same. They're good. Yeah. I know. But probably not as good as these uh, jalapeno especias. I like I like both of these chips a lot. There is also I mentioned I, I, I mentioned all this on the Unfunny Nerd Tangent. There's a third flavor of Jurassic World chips exclusive to Australia, but they're not blue. So they don't qualify for this podcast, and also shipping from Australia, I think, costs a lot more. But I got another... I almost ate this, Derek. I almost ate my third game piece that I pulled out of this chip bag. Are they all in the same bag? Yeah, I got a... This one's a Velociraptor. Man, I feel gypped. What the fuck? Also made of lava. I only got the one. That's going to knock the rating down. Not my fault. Mm -hmm. Not my fault. All right, well, we've already talked about being fuck Nazis. We've talked about, you know, 
the purge system. Yeah. We're also about respect for women, but I'm ready to purr this snack. Yeah. We we already purr, and now it's time to err. Clever girl. Or I could have gone with Big Tim, the human piece of toast right there. I've been wanting to oh, say that oh, all yeah. episode long. Um, <laughs> I'm going to start. I'm going to start, and then I'm going to throw it to you for the second chip. All right. Derek, I got a fourth game piece, my man. I got... Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> four, four game pieces now. Get the now. fuck out of here. If I, I just up, pulling these out. If I open up my other tiny bag and there's none in there, I'm coming to your house for some game pieces. <laughs> We gotta, we're just going to have to go down to Mexico. We're going to have to, like, uh, uh, there's just, like, millions of pesos waiting for us. Yeah. We'll Newman and Kramer it up. You know what I mean? We'll get in a truck. We'll yeah. take all these game pieces down there. And we'll, we'll we'll walk away millionaires in pesos. That's right. What could possibly go wrong with uh, with Newman hatching a plan that involves smuggling something? All right. Um, I know I'll be stopping along the way to pick up more of the jalapeno y especias because I thoroughly enjoy them. I can't wait to see what my poop looks like after eating them, and I rate them a 7.5. I'm, I'm sitting, I was ready to go with Ocho. And I'm, I'm hanging right in there, Ocho. And as Mexico tends to be just a little bit more fun than Canada most of the time. The blue grilled steak, steak sur le barbecue, or BBQ. I don't know how you say that in French. Steak sur le, sur le barbecue. That sounds really good. Yeah, right? I hope it's that. My wife is trying to learn French using an app right now. Just oh. because she wants to read a French novel in French. Tell her to look up barbecue for us. Yeah, I'll, right. have to, I'll have to ask her. Anyway, I am giving Steaks sur le Bibiquois a 7.5. I agree with you that Mexico is more fun than Canada. But Canada did legalize weed, making it the first country to do so. So... Checkmate in favor of Canada. However, that does not get me to bump up their rating. I'm giving the Sir Le Bebequois a 6.5. Oh, man. I wouldn't. I thought it deserved better than that. Yeah, I didn't enjoy him that it's... much. Not nearly oh. as much. I blame the fact that these other ones are so tasty. Yeah. That's it. You wonder if the Frito-Lay Corporation has, like specifically calibrated this to the palates of these individual countries or if they were just like, fuck it, here's some chips. I like, I like to think that it's, that, that it's all about food science that life uh, finds a way, but I don't know. Remind me to thank John for the wonderful weekend. <laughs> I'll see you next week. See you next week. Oh, hey. hey. In, in case we didn't stress it enough earlier, fuck Nazis. Fuck Nazis. Doritos, are you listening? Fuck Nazis.
Nazi cheese Doritos. Not a flavor we're going to eat on the show. Right. 